Welcome to Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, where you'll find the unique, the bizarre, and sometimes the haunted. Feel free to look around, peruse the items, and never fear. There's nothing here that bites. Hard, anyway. <laughs> ah, hello there. I'm pleased to see you return to Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. I am your shopkeeper, Chris Baker, and today we've got a curious little item for you to gaze upon. Now, if you will look over here in the display case, I will ask you not to inquire about touching this object because this object has much power. Now, it may look like an average, ordinary movie ticket stub, but this movie ticket stub has very curious properties. This particular movie stub can even take one back in time. And therein lies the crux of today's episode of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. As we take a look at things we missed in 2022. So here on Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, uh, over the past couple years, we do an end of year. Uh, some of my favorite things that I've seen in the past year. And this year was no different. Uh, at the end of 2022, we took a look at some of my favorite movies, some of my least favorite movies, some of my favorite TV shows, uh, some of my favorites from various genres within horror fantasy and science fiction, uh, animation that delve into those genres, and I always love doing that show because it's a great way to look back at the things that we've talked about and, and even get to talk about some things that maybe I didn't get to do a show about. And that's the problem right there is that I don't always get to catch everything that comes out on TV and in the movie theaters. I try to get as much in as, as possible, but I, I do have a day job. Uh, this isn't a way for me to make money at all. It's just, I, I just love doing this. I love talking about movies and TV. I love talking about horror, fantasy, and science fiction. So I do have a day job, which precludes me from, you know, getting to watch everything I want to watch and, and doing shows and talking about everything I'd like to talk about. So when I look back at 2022 and all the things we talked about, I realized that there were some things I never really got to got to see in the movie theaters and on TV that I really missed out on because there were some things that uh, you know when I'm watching other reviewers and other commentators talk about the things that they were uh, impressed with in 2022, I I look back and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't get to watch that one. I, I really wish I would have. Or, you know what, I, that one looked interesting, but I, I wasn't really impressed with it, so I kind of... Uh, skipped it and you know this this reviewer this commentator saying it was really fantastic i wish i would have seen it now so i over the past couple weeks went back and i found a few things that i thought about watching in 2022 but just never really got around to it in hindsight i'm kind of wishing i had so i'm like okay i'm gonna watch these things and we'll kind of do a brief overview of what I thought of each one of these things. Not a full breakdown, not a full review, not a full commentary on it, but just kind of my overviews of what I thought about it. And on all these things are things I really liked. So we're not going to talk about anything negative here. Uh, I'm only doing the things that I wished I would have watched back in 2022 uh, because I really missed out on something good. And, and the first and foremost has to be everything, everywhere, all at once. 
this is a movie that looked really interesting to me and and I wanted to watch it and I can't remember what came out just about the same time that I decided okay I'm going to go watch this instead and and maybe if I have time I'll go back and and watch everything everywhere all at once and and I didn't and I really I wish I had because this was a, a fantastic movie and I can understand why it's getting so much award buzz I decided to to do this episode this way before the Golden Globes happened. And then the Golden Globes happened and everything, everywhere, all at once. Michelle Yeoh, Ki-Hue Kwan, both winning awards. And and I realized that, you know, there's there's a lot of awards buzz over this movie that I thought, okay, this is kind of perfect timing to talk about this because it's it's back at the forefront. It's back at top of mind with everyone. But I, I really enjoyed this movie because it had so many different genres going on all at once. You had the science fiction of a multiverse event. You had the drama of the family dynamic of this this family, the Wang family. They're uh, immigrants from China. They're come to America to to, to make a, a life for themselves, and you know they have all of the all of the things that come along with that. Not only having to deal with their own family dynamic and their own family drama, but the drama of being immigrants and, and being a person of color in the United States in, in the way things are today. Uh, so it was just very interesting from a drama aspect. There was a lot of humor. There was a lot of action. It, it felt like one part science fiction, one part kung fu action, uh, another part, you know, family drama. So there's a lot of facets going on there which were were very interesting and Michelle Yeoh just uh her and uh Ki-Hui Kwan just standouts I mean Ki-Hui Kwan really stole every scene he was in he was just fantastic and of course uh Stephanie Hsu uh, plays their daughter Joy uh Evelyn and Waymond are the the two main characters Joy is their their child and she plays a big part in this as well and Stephanie Hsu did a fantastic job I believe this was her first uh feature film so her feature film debut, and she does a great job. Jamie Lee Curtis is just incomparable in this. And she pulls off this like frumpy, dowdy look <laughs> that you know usually you're you're used to seeing Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's tall and statuesque and 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 just looking glamorous always, you know, no matter whether she's fighting Michael Myers or or hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, she always looks fantastic and for her to to take on this like I said this frumpy persona it was just uh, really fun to watch and I loved the fact that they did something with I mean we've seen a lot with multiverses these days of course Marvel is is diving headfirst into multiverse territory over the past couple movies and and on in through this latest phase of Marvel uh We've seen DC deal with the multiverse, mainly on their TV platforms with Crisis on Infinite Earths and and that storyline. But they deal with multiverses much the same way that Marvel does. It's not really reinventing the wheel or doing anything different from the other. It's all pretty much the same. What I liked about this is it took the concept of a multiverse. And I, I can't say they did it 
original, but I can't think of anything else that has handled it in this way. Sense8 uh, did something similar to this, that TV show on Netflix. It wasn't a multiverse thing, but it was being able to dial in the skills and the thoughts and let other uh, people take over your body sort of thing. So that's the closest thing I could compare it to. But like I said, Sense8 didn't do it in a multiverse way. It was more of a people being connected. So really, I think this was an original idea and done so incredibly well uh, because you're just captivated through the whole thing. I mean, it was action after action after action and what the hell is going on. And and it was one of those movies that after you're done, you just have to sit back and like take a, a sigh of relief that it's over because you've been on such a wild ride. But uh, but Michelle Yeoh, uh, fantastic. She so deserving of the Best Lead Actress uh, Golden Globe that she won. And I really loved her uh, acceptance speech where she talked about being a, a young uh, Asian actress coming to the United States and, and all the things that she had to deal with, uh, not only being a woman, but being a minority and uh, all the, the hurdles she had to to go through and the hoop she had to jump through uh, t- to get where she is today and to get that award. It was, was really something special to, to hear that. But uh, again, much like in the movie where he stole every scene, uh, Ki Hui Kwan just stole the show when he won for best supporting male actor and his speech was so touching and almost brought me to tears you know him thanking steven spielberg for giving him his first shot in acting as a kid with indiana jones and the temple of doom and of course spielberg later on went on to hire him in goonies to be a a very successful child actor and then to have things kind of dry up. And then he talked about how he wasn't sure if that was it, if, if, those few roles of him in his younger days were, were that, that was all it was going to be of his acting career. And then to, to get this opportunity from Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner, I'm probably butchering his last name, but uh, the two Daniels that that directed this and and wrote this uh, to give him that opportunity and then to win an award because of it, because of his performance was just, uh, it was a very touching acceptance speech. So I I encourage you, if you haven't watched it, it is such a a fun and mind-bending movie and it's visually stunning it's so well acted and and so out there that you know you're not always sure what's going on but it all kind of wraps up nice at the end and afterwards like i said you got to take a take a breath because the the roller coaster ride is over but uh, check out everything everywhere all at once i didn't check it out in 2022 i wish i had and you should be checking it out as well another movie that when it first came out or when I saw the trailers for it I thought oh this I like the actors uh it seems like it's got a really interesting uh horror vibe to it but I I just wasn't sure and and it came out on Hulu it never got a theatrical release I don't think but it came out on Hulu and then I just it kind of got lost in the shuffle and I never did watch this until just uh like a week or so ago uh fresh starring Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones. And I had to laugh because I saw that Adam McKay was a producer on this. Uh, Mimi Cave uh, directed this, but Adam McKay was a producer on this. And he is usually known for like, 
uh, very over-the-top comedies and things of that nature, stepbrothers, stuff like that. So I was really shocked that he was involved with this because I thought this is going to be uh, this had the possibility with him attached to it to be just over the top comedy horror and it and it wasn't at all it was it was very much an interesting take on abduction horror cannibalism horror and abusive relationship horror and i think that's kind of the the message of this and the theme of this whole uh, movie fresh is it's a it's a not so subtle metaphor for abusive relationships and all of the things that all the warning signs and all of the people in your life that should be telling you this is bad get out of it or all the people that should be helping you but are not and almost enable the abuser. Uh, it was it was so interesting to see all these different people in this main character's life that are just kind of turning a blind eye to everything. This one guy, uh, I, I love the character, Paul. He's a bartender, and I can't remember right offhand the name of the actor who plays him, but he's, he's going looking for the girl that's looking for the main girl. <laughs> and he pulls up, and he hears screams, and he hears gunshots, and, and he just kind of walks away. Nope, nope, I, I've seen this movie. And it was a very kind of meta point, but it was, it was kind of a the point of the movie, the theme of the movie, guys who see other guys being abusive and, and don't do anything about it. An abusive relationship theme aside, it, it still was a good, creepy, scary abduction cannibalism movie. Sebastian Stan was just fantastic. And it's why he's he's got to be, uh, I don't know, I, I don't really think about it much. Uh, who are my favorite actors, but I really like him as an actor because he can play the nice guy. He can play the hero. He can play the villain and he can, he can do that. Like in this, he just seems like a nice sweet guy. That's, that's just met a girl in the grocery store and they're off on a weekend romp. And, and then he just turns 180 and then is the bad guy, but then turns back and you almost feel like there's going to be like a Stockholm syndrome sort of thing going on here. It is a very interesting movie. Uh, you know, the, the movie is called fresh. And while I don't know if it's a fresh take on abduction horror, uh, or, or cannibalism horror, it was interesting to watch and very, uh, different from a lot of the things that I've seen recently that, that deal with abductions and, and cannibalism. Uh, oddly enough, when you deal with horror fantasy and science fiction, you watch a lot of movies and TV shows that deal with cannibalism. But I, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought uh, Daisy Edgar Jones was fantastic as Nora. Like I said, uh, Sebastian Stan as uh, Steve uh, is, is really good. Uh, Jonica T. Gibbs as uh, Molly is is fantastic as well. And uh, those are kind of the main characters you get. But uh, really enjoyed Fresh and well worth the watch. If you didn't watch that in 2022, you need to watch it in 2023 because it is disturbing and eerie and creepy and has some moments of, of lightness that, that make you kind of chuckle with, a, with an interesting theme, a good theme. So I, I really enjoyed Fresh. Now, there's a movie that came out on Shudder that I saw when it came out and I read the premise and I was like, oh, another horror comedy. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of burnt out on horror comedies because they just get a little too meta for my liking. 
And when you read this, uh, the synopsis of this disgraced YouTube personality uh, trying to, to get their viewers back by overcoming their fear of haunted houses and ghosts and staying in a, in a haunted house, I, I was like, uh, I, I feel like I've seen this before. But then later on, after I had not watched this, you know, it was kind of on my radar, kind of on my, I'll watch it one day list. But when I found out Vanessa and Joseph Winter uh, did this film, wrote it, directed it, and even Joseph Winter acts in it, I, I realized this is something I need to watch because Vanessa and Joseph Winter, they did one of my favorite segments in VHS 99, which came out in 2022. They did the To Helen Back. I believe it was the last story on VHS 99, and I really liked that. It played a little more into the comedy than I hoped. Uh, because I think that would have been really scary if they would have done it sans comedy or just toned down the comedy. But I really liked the story all the same. And, and Joseph Winter uh, plays Troy in that as well. But he plays this main character. And it's essentially just like a, a two-person show. You've got Joseph Winter in this haunted house. And it's set up with all these you know YouTube cameras. And then you have Melanie Stone, who was also in uh, To Helen Back. Uh, she plays Chrissy slash this other character. It had a lot of comedy in it, but it wasn't your usual, here's a joke, here's a punchline sort of setup comedy. It was very much in his reaction. The humor came in his reaction to things and how he he reacted and how he said things. It it was comedy, but I think it was done just right. It was a little over the top at times, but it was it was done very fluidly and very naturally in the way he spoke and the way he delivered lines and the way he reacted to things. That's where the humor came from. And then on top of that, it had some really scary shit in it. Uh, there are some of the effects were really good, whether it's uh, CG effects. I don't know as if they did much CG, but they did some some visual effects and they did a lot of practical effects and practical makeup and things like that. It was it was really good. It felt kind of like a Sam Raimi Evil Dead vibe that I'm a fan of, so I quite enjoyed that, but it almost looked like uh, the Deadites were haunting this house, and I really enjoyed this. Like I said, it had some funny moments, and it had a lot of funny moments, but they were done well enough that it didn't take away from the horror, because when it got scary, it got scary in, in sort of that found footage kind of way. So if you get a chance, check it out on Shudder, Deadstream from Vanessa and Joseph Winter. I really, these are, are two people that I can't wait to find uh, the next project that they're working on because they've really impressed me. They're on my list of the young writers slash directors in horror that, that I look forward to now. So we've talked mainly about movies on this Things I Missed in 2022 episode of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. There is one TV series that I missed, and I kind of wish I had watched it sooner or started watching it sooner. It's something my wife and I both wanted to watch, and I, uh, my wife is not a binger like I am. If, if a show is released all at once. I'm going to pound through it so I can talk about it as soon as possible. Well, she wanted to watch it and she likes to take her time. So I just held off on doing anything about Wednesday on Netflix because, you know, I wanted to watch it with my wife because she showed some interest in it. And I figured, well, it, you know, it's probably not going to be that great, you know, typical Netflix hype show. 
I we I don't think we've actually finished it. I think we've actually got a couple episodes left. But I am going to safely say that I really enjoyed this season of Wednesday. And I didn't think I would. I, I didn't think I was going to like this series. And I went into it expecting the worst and got the best. I mean, it does have a, a good bit of comedy. But much like Deadstream, uh, the comedy is... Is done well and it's done just right. Uh, Wednesday has these deadpan uh, one-liners, but because it's not done in kind of a knee-slappy, jokey way, uh, it actually works. And and all the other characters, you know, you get little quips and lines here, but but it's not it's over the it's not over the top with humor, but there's a lot of humor in this. But then there's a lot of creepiness and there's a lot of horror in it. Uh, not necessarily scary, scary horror, but uh, you know, TV horror. And it's got a little bit of gore, and it's got a fantastic cast. Of course, uh, Jenna Ortega, who is kind of like the the new scream queen on the block plays Wednesday Adams. I really like her performance. It's a, it's an interesting take on the character. It's kind of not updated the character, but the character is older now than we've seen in representations of the Adams family back in the sixties and back in the nineties. Uh, you know, this character is growing up. So her, uh, powers are developing and things like that. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie is in this and she is always fantastic. I was pleased to see Percy Hines White who plays Xavier in this. He was uh he played uh, Stephen Moyer's son in that uh, X-Men mutant show The Gifted back uh, a few years back. So he was really interesting. Emma Myers is his charmingly naive and lovely as Enid. Christina Ricci, who played Wednesday Adams in the 90s, is in this. Uh, it's nice to see her show up uh, in this and be a, be a part of this series. And then, of course, you have uh, a couple guest stars, Catherine Zeta-Jones playing Morticia Adams and Luis Guzman playing Gomez Adams. Uh, two interesting choices because I, I know a lot of people didn't like Luis Guzman as this, but if you look at the old Adams Family comics from, from back in the day before the TV show, the 60s TV show was even around, it was, you know, he looks the part. Uh, the only problem I have is I didn't like either of these two's performance in the very first episode. I grew to like Catherine Zeta-Jones' performance as Morticia, especially in the last episode that we watched. Uh, she's kind of grown into the, the character. Uh, Luis Guzman really feels uncomfortable when he's doing these lines as Gomez Adams because Gomez Adams is a romantic and just over-affectionate, especially towards Morticia. And the lines just don't flow from him uh, like they should, like they, you know the past adaptations of the Adams family, the, the portrayal of Gomez Adams, uh, the way those actors could. So he really feels uncomfortable in this role. But he looks the part, and, and he does well enough. You know, Luis Guzman's a good actor. And so I, I've enjoyed him, e even though the performance does feel a little stilted and not as smooth. And like I said, he just doesn't seem like he's comfortable with these lines of dialogue. But all in all, uh, I've really loved Wednesday, which I didn't think I was going to like. I didn't think I was going to like Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. I didn't think I was going to like Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luis Guzman as Morticia and Gomez Adams. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the young cast, but I've really enjoyed everything about this. I, and the the effects are, are pretty good, too. I, I like the 
the thing that they have uh i like how they've they've pulled that off um some of the cg there's a cg element to this that it's not fantastic uh, i've seen worse but i've seen a lot better uh in the cg department but it still doesn't it's not used so much that it takes away from the show they're very sparing with the with the cg elements of this show so it, it really doesn't take away from from what you're enjoying with atmosphere and creepiness and interesting characters and likable characters and a story that is very much a mystery that you're trying to solve along with Wednesday Adams. And and like I said, it's it's got some creepiness and got some horror elements along with uh with help heaping helpings of comedy. So if you haven't watched Wednesday on Netflix, I encourage you to to check it out because if you like horror, if you like comedy, horror comedy, stuff like that, I think you're going to enjoy this. But it is something that uh, the family can sit down and watch. Or you can watch it by yourself, slouching your couch with a handful of Cheetos sitting on your stomach. Not that I've ever done that. Okay, maybe I have. But there you have it. That's a look at the things I missed out on in 2022. I think there's probably a lot more that I missed out on. I, I didn't get to watch everything. Um, there's a couple more movies I want to check out. But these were the real uh, the real heavy hitters that I thought, you know, I, I should have watched these in 2022. Because they would have been well worth it and well worth talking about in, in a longer format as, as we would with a regular show. But uh, I was glad I got to watch them here after the first of the year and if you haven't watched any of these uh, movies and shows everything everywhere all at once fresh dead stream wednesday i encourage you to check them out as we we get into 2023 before you know we're kind of in a down time in in movies and tv series so now's the time to catch up on that sort of stuff so i want to thank everyone for listening to my thoughts on these things that uh, i missed out on in 2022 but it made up for it in short order here in 2023 uh, you can check out more what's going on with odds bodkins curiosity shop on our facebook page as we post trailers and articles all about the horror fantasy and science fiction that you know and love i like to add my two cents as well and no matter where you listen to this podcast please subscribe to it follow it like it whatever you have to do uh, please share the podcast with anyone that you know that loves horror fantasy and science fiction or maybe just share it in general and maybe somebody that didn't know they love it uh, might find uh, it's a gateway into into whatever uh, whatever genre they happen to uh, have tickled their fancy. But please share the podcast and please leave a review. Five stars would be awesome. But whatever review you leave, we do appreciate that. So until next time. Thank you for visiting Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. We hope that you found something to your liking and visit the shop again soon. But even though you may come back, you never really get to leave Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop. Ha 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 ha!